Hello, Patriots. Welcome to episode 88 of the Patriot Review. Yesterday I was on Clay Clark's show. If you haven't seen that, check that out. I got some announcements that I made there. I'm also going to make them at the end of this show. But I'm um, excited about today's show because we have the very serious topic of trafficking, human trafficking, child sex trafficking. Uh, I got a, a great interview I'm going to show you here real quick. And uh, I'm going to come back after that. We're going to talk a little bit more about some of the facts surrounding that. And then later in the show, we're going to talk about the whole concept of uh, good versus evil and kind of what's going on, uh, you know, at the broader at the broader level. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to show you this video now, and I will be back right after this to follow that up. I'd like to welcome my next very special guest to the Patriot Review, Andy Berger, who I've had on before from Voices Against Trafficking and Blanquita Cullum, which we will call BQ from here on, which is for me because it's much more easy to say. Welcome, ladies. It's a pleasure to have you on. Well, thank, thank you yes. so much. It's absolutely my pleasure. And I can't tell you, now before we actually hit the record button, we were talking a little bit about, uh, you know, some of the common interests that we have and some of our favorite people and my favorite part of doing this is meeting people like yourselves and then keeping in touch with you as you go forward on your very critical missions. And I know you have uh, something special coming up on Wednesday, and I want you to talk a little bit about that and give people some background and tell them what you would like them to do uh, to get there, to participate, and going forward, if you have any action items uh if you want to cover that, Andy, that'd be great. And then sure. Juanquita. Absolutely. Well, on Wednesday, September 28th, we're proud to present another forum that is free to the general public, Jeff. It's on Facebook and YouTube. And Wednesday, September 28th, 11 a.m. Pacific or 2 p.m. Eastern. And if you're in the middle, that's one of those times. And what we're doing is we're providing uh, some amazing takeaway information where people can actually, after they watch uh, the forum, they can go home and actually implement tools, things that they can do to keep themselves safe, their children safe, uh, their children's friends safe, all of that. It's all about equipping and creating that, that greater awareness, not just of human trafficking, but of all exploitation opportunities. Because guess what? The predators have more people than we do, right? Right now, they've got the upper hand and Voices Against Trafficking is committed to turning that tide around um, as a collective voice. So September 28th on Facebook and YouTube, uh, our folks uh, and your listeners and watchers can go to voicesagainsttrafficking.com. And if they click on the button, they can join us when the forum starts and they will be uh, uh, elated to have the information on this particular one because it is so useful. And we're so excited to roll out a curriculum, a safety program, all kinds of great stuff. So we hope that they will join us. And again, it's free. They can even live stream it through their schools, their chambers of commerces, their uh, companies, if they want their employees to be educated. So it's just one of the free things that we offer because we want the public to get as much information as possible so that they don't have to endure a tragedy like some of us have. You know, being a survivor of human trafficking, anyone who has survived sexual assault and abuse, those kinds of things, we'd like to see less of that. And that's why we're Amen. doing it. Amen. You know, the great thing about it, too, is... It's giving, as Andy says, the tools to parents and kids 
to become empowered because right now there is a movement and it's not so much as a subtle movement of really using kids as collateral damage for an agenda from people that want to try to get their agenda across. They forget about the innocence of children and they want to take away a lot of the power from parents. And this way it brings it back. It's, an, it's very significant because once those years are gone, you know, you can't get them back. Right. And, and kids go to school right now. They're, they're afraid to say anything that could be politically incorrect. Well, above and beyond the fact that people are trying to focus on the lower half of their body in schools as opposed to the upper half of their body, which is their brain. I hadn't heard that they, before. That's good. They are very timid. We don't want timid children. You want right. children that can figure it out, that know that ultimately that they may not be able to discuss it with a teacher that has an agenda, but they have a parent that is 100% behind them. They have a church. They have a, a community that is behind them and says they're not going to cross the line. And kids need to understand what it is. What are good touches? What are bad touches? Good discussions, bad discussions, and what do they do? And that's why we think, and Andy's been absolutely brilliant to establish this with all the group of people that come together on these Voices Against Trafficking uh, conferences. Well, I'm proud to have you on and proud to be part of it. And it, some of the things that you were mentioning, you know, we cover regularly on the Patriot Review. We talk about, you know, the, some of the... Um, some of the books now I had Sean McBriarty, who is probably the most famous, one of the most famous parent act. Um, well, he says parent advocate. He doesn't like the word activist. So I'll say parent advocate. And he just won a lawsuit for freedom of speech against his school district who banned him from school district meetings. And, wow. and uh, so I had him on my show and we were looking through some of the books that are on the library shelves in schools that, for kids as young as eight, where they're explaining, you know, uh, oral sex between two boys and they're, the language is if you're reading some romance novel, trashy romance novel, you know, it's disgusting. And, and what I like about what you're doing here is you are really um, champions for the victims. And it seems like so many of our politicians now, especially on the left, are champions for the perpetrator. Right. And the same right. thing is happening in a nuanced way in our schools. And that's what you're referring to, where they're desensitizing our children to those inappropriate touches and really making them think about or they're hypersexualizing those kids' minds. And I challenge every parent out there, uh, regardless of where you stand politically, isn't our mission to teach our kids to be critical thinkers and to teach them to hear about issues at the appropriate time in their lives and and talk with uh talk about those things so i don't think any of us are saying hey you don't talk about homosexuality or anything like that you just talk about it at the right time but think and about it it was the, sim the simplicity of use we'd worry right. about whether we'd mention the reality or unreality of santa claus at right. that okay right. we we would let children go off and they you know go and play and They'd want to play games where they might want to pretend they're the teacher or they might want to pretend they're a superhero or they might want to pretend they're an astronaut. Right. Now, they have to have these complicated issues that 
that are kind of got the ick factor, the ooh factor. You don't want to know about your parents having sex. You don't want to know about what's going on there, right? At that age, you're very innocent. You're very protective. You, 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 you're, you're just discovering who you are. It's enough to have to learn how to do math and geometry and astronomy and, you know, uh, calculus and all mm-hmm. those things that a little child is, it's a lot in their head. And then maybe go out and play tetherball or something like that. And they have to learn about some sort of physical relationship. What's, right. what's that about? That's nuts. Right. And it's, it's not that, it's not that we're pearl clutching uh, conservatives who, who don't understand that those topics have to be talked about, but again, they, they need to be age appropriate and the parents yeah. need to be in control of that. And and the guardians of those kids, which teachers or coaches or anyone that comes in contact with children, you know, they need to understand that is not their place. That is not what they're being paid. That is not the trust factor that was uh, given to them when somebody sent their child, even a college student. Look at all the college scandals. Again, you know, we're not political. We are all about human rights, but we are about making sure children have their rights protected as well. Well, sure. Because what's happening is a grooming situation. You know, groomers look for common territory, a, a way to gain trust. And then, of course, you know, they start wheedling their way in uh, with, with a way to um, get a little closer alienate or separate the victim which in this case would be school kids or church kids or whoever you know from from the truth and then manipulate and control them so any agenda whether it's adult or corporate driven or financially driven there's always money there's always some trade because look who they're picking on the most vulnerable of our society and yet the most critical to the future of our nation they're picking on children and yeah, how dare and- they, you know, how dare they tell their parents, you know, how dare you tell your parents? Your parents can't get involved with this. How right. dare you? Mm-hmm. You know, and what does that mean later? Well, what are your parents doing at home? And, you know, we look at back even in the old movies of World War II when you had the little Hitler youth and mm-hmm. the Hitler would say, well, you know, uh, such and such is not a good German. Such and such is, doesn't believe in the Third Reich. Well, when children are afraid to talk to their parents because the school says they have more strength and more influence and how dare our parents speak up, what do we expect in this country? Well, I think that's a, that's one way where COVID was a blessing because so many parents woke up after watching what was happening on their kid's computer screen, you know, I'd like to uh, I'd like to turn this back to uh, Wednesday and back to Voices Against Trafficking specifically with one caveat, and that is that, mm-hmm. folks, it is time to get political, and you do have to look at what each side is is doing and promoting. And I know politics. You know, a lot of people hate talking about politics, like talking about religion or talking about abortion. You know, but it is time to get political and you have to choose the side of good versus the side of evil. And that to me is what we're seeing. We're seeing this ballot, this uh, battle of good versus evil. So voices against trafficking. Trafficking is certainly evil. Um, I didn't ask you to do this ahead of time, but uh, could you share maybe some numbers, some stats that you think might surprise some of our viewers who haven't been paying attention to this issue? Sure. Well, I'm going to start with the simple one and then I'm going to expand it a little bit. Okay. We know, for example, 
every 40 seconds a child 18 years or under in this country is taken. That means they're abducted or they're lured into something safe. Okay, so every 40 seconds, by the time people are done viewing this and listening, we've already lost some kids. It does happen in every neighborhood, even though we like to ignore that elephant in the room. So now if you want to go a little bit bigger, we know in this country we're about 34, 35 billion dollars in human trafficking. The majority of that is sex trafficking. But globally, I mean globally, we're over 160 billion dollars and 95 to 96 billion of that is sex trafficking. And here's the thing, Jeff, as you know, if there wasn't demand, there'd be no need to supply. And no one would be in business if there wasn't a demand for what they wanted to supply. Right. So what we need to do, we're looking at all of these national stories, 10% of children in schools, and let's just say K to 12, are actually uh, either sexually violated uh, or, or and somehow abused by educators. How is that okay? You know, so we want to right. make sure that people do a little more due diligence, you know, like BQ and you were saying, uh, let the parent be the parent or the, the foster parent or the grandparent, whoever is in charge of the children, choose uh, the age appropriate time to have discussions about certain things. But again, this is an industry. We are now, uh, the human trafficking is now the second largest illegal enterprise in America, which is supposed to be the land of the free. Right. For all humans, whether they're itty bitty tiny humans or they're older humans. So uh, we need to get back to that. Hey, you know, I better check on who's teaching my kid. Have they had background checks or, you know, if they're going to, you know, vacation Bible school or they're going to a camp, anything like that. We've had several kids missing just from my area who thought, oh, they're going to go to a camp or barbecue, big group of teenagers. How fun will that be? And don't you know how many girls have gone missing as a result? So we want to make sure that people understand this does happen in your neighborhood. And the predator does not look like the kind you see in the movies that have been out. They look like your right. dentist or your right. librarian kinda or your like second that. cousin. <laughs> kinda like, it's kind of like people waking up to Ted Bundy, right? I mean, it's there's a guy. Yeah, they don't, they don't uh, necessarily all fit the mold, do they? So, um mm -hmm. And it's not just men, you know, there's been a lot of female educators that are victimizing younger males and, and then yep. everybody just kind of laughs about it, you know, and it's like, no, I mean, this is affecting how those, those young men will turn into men who don't value the women that they're with. And absolutely. And so this is a huge problem. And I hope that, uh, that people take it as seriously as they should. And there's so much competing for people's attention right now. But how how could any other topic be more important than our, our children is my response to that, you know, and... Um, yes, and Andy gives out great information. Uh, she has great lists, even in our book, about what parents can do, tips that you should share with your children. You know, old-fashioned ones, you know, old-fashioned ones and finding out when somebody's going to, one of the children's going to go spend the night, well, tell us about the father, tell us about mm -hmm. the mother, tell us about the brothers, letting, or the sisters, let, let the kids know that they can call you at any time of the day or the night if they want to come home. Establishing with your children the ability to say, don't worry about it. If you feel something's wrong or you're not happy about something, 
be, we won't punish you. Tell us this. Talk to us so that kids don't have a shame or a fear in communicating with the parents. She has a whole list of things of her parents and for kids to know that are very important at this time. And always go meet the parents. That's the rule that I've lived by. If someone's going to sleep overnight, then I'm going to go meet the parents and, and let them know that I'm paying attention. Um, Absolutely. So is, is are those resources available on your website? For Voices Absolutely. Against okay. If they go to voicesagainsttrafficking.com, they can click on helplines and hotlines. And one thing we suggest is for every adult, especially to put those numbers in their phone today. This way they're prepared to say something if they see something. And then for the kids that are old enough to understand what it means to call those numbers, we encourage that they have those numbers available in their phone as well. Because sometimes in the moment people panic, they want to help, they don't know what to do. Well, we've got the solution. We've got the numbers. We have the hotlines. We know they're perfect. credible and they're not going to judge. Yeah, perfect. And there's one other thing that I do is I, you have, if you're, if your kids have iPhones, and I think just about every kid does, you can uh, turn on the share my location on their phone so you can always know where they're at. Oh, and, good. Um, so if parents are out there, you have that option as well. Um, so this Wednesday, um, about how long do you expect it to be? And what uh, are the, can you give us some examples of the tools that you're, that you're going to be talking about? Absolutely. So on, on Wednesday, September 28th, whether you're 11 a.m. West Coast or somewhere towards the East Coast, it will start at uh, two o'clock on yeah. the East Coast. It'll be approximately an hour. Uh, sometimes we go a little longer, but on this one, we wanted to spend more time on a couple of subjects. One is our first responder uh, program that we have partnered with the Paratus Group on, and we're going to roll that out where uh, if you can believe this, Jeff, in just four minutes a day for 90 days, we can create a habit of situational awareness that is customized for your family unit, whatever that looks like, single, married, uh, with kids, without kids, it doesn't matter. So four minutes a day, five days a week. And then after that, there's a weekly training. So it's a one-year program that anyone can have on their phone or their computer. Wow. Uh, a company can have it. A church can have it. Daycare can have it. Mental health educators should definitely uh, have their staff and their uh, support staff, like custodians and coaches and whatnot, go through the program. Four minutes a day is not a lot of time. But it also opens up conversation at the table. So let's say mom or dad's cooking dinner and hey, we're going to watch this four minutes and let's talk about it as a family unit, how it relates to us. And so we're excited to roll this out. Um, it's $7.99 a month, which is pretty cheap education and insurance right. when you think about right. it. So uh, the next thing we're going to be talking about, too, is a brand new app, speaking of apps, uh, and that's going, it's called the VIN app. It's Victim Initiated Notification App. And we have ex-law enforcement gentleman who's going to talk about why he developed this. He's from McAllen, Texas, right on, stones throw away from the border where there's a lot of human trafficking. Yeah, big, big area. And mm -hmm. um, he's on the Human Trafficking Task Force, and he created this so that a victim of any crime, not just human trafficking, can simply press a button. There will be no sound, and within three seconds, law enforcement will have notification, and they'll also have live video for 30 to 60 seconds of what is happening in that moment. 
and help will be sent directly. Wow, if the predator happens to grab, yeah, the predator happens to grab the phone, the app will also uh, ghost the fact that anybody called for help. And so that's very important, especially to uh, the population we serve specifically in right. trafficking, because if you can't text or call in the moment, you touch a button and help is on the way without the predator knowing. Likewise, if you see a crime, like we had a recent shooting in our area that started uh, in the parking lot, basically, if somebody had seen that, there's a way to report a crime anonymously and help will still get sent. A video will still get sent. And think about prosecutors who can say, hey, buddy, you're on this video and we have a date stamp and we see you doing such and such, you're done. You know, you're arrested, you're convicted, and it helps prosecute the predators. And that's just one tool that you'll be talking about. So, I mean, one tool, yep. that alone makes it uh, important for people to, to come and check it out. Again, it's going to be Wednesday. I will put up on the screen some information on it. I'll include, include links in uh, the description of the interview here. So everybody will be able to check that out. And again, it's the 24th, so it's right, or the 28th, so it's right around the corner. Absolutely, yeah. this Wednesday. All right. And so we appreciate people, uh, you so much. You are a great patriot. Well, thank you. You care about people. You care about this country. And you have such a heart for the young and the innocent. We're very grateful to you for your friendship and for your great show and for your viewers. Yes, well, and thank you so much. Yes. Thank you so much. And, and, you know, like I said before, though, and it's just me saying this, it does all go back to politics because over the course of time, both sides of the aisle have, have participated in eroding the family, which has led to so much of this. So if I can talk to the guys out there, it's one thing. And, you know, I'm certainly no saint, but I think that the number one priority in your life should be your family and not doubling your income and, and all those sorts of things. So, um, And if I, you were the lives of the saints, you realize that guys like Paul and a lot of those guys, they didn't always start out as, Mr. Nice or Miss Nice. Well, they life experiences, you know, you go through exactly. a, you go through a divorce and you look back and you think, well, why did that happen? And you realize what your part in that was. And, you know, and a lot of that, I think, is driven by society, no, society's norms and what's what's expected for both men and women. But we could really talk about that for a long time. So I won't make but, a choice <laughs> like you did, like Andy right, did. God right. tried to do it. You can either, you know, people talk about right versus left, but what we talk about is right versus wrong. Exactly. Right. And, and straight, this, out of, straight out of Reagan's A Time for Choosing speech. That, absolutely. Uh, one of the things that he said, I, I, loved, I love him, and I, and I support President Trump. Now, President Trump had a rally a week or two ago, and he's got one today uh, since we're recording this on Friday. And... Uh, one thing that he added to his speech, now he said a couple of times, I want the death penalty for drug dealers because drug dealer on average, drug dealers on average, each one of them is responsible for 500 deaths. Mm -hmm. So last time he added traffickers. So mm -hmm. now he is saying he wants the death penalty for traffickers. How do you feel about that? Andy? Well, I, def I definitely feel that they have stolen the innocence of those that they violate. Many times they do end up killing because of the drug use and selling somebody 20 to 25 times a day, which is the average time a victim is sold. So if that is the penalty and it's enforced, then that is their choice because 
they do the crime and they're going to have to face the consequences. So I'm all for anything that will put the predator away for life, however that comes about. And they have no conscience. They That's have right. no conscience. They do not look at the, the person that they've been responsible for their death. They don't care for them. It's all about money. It's mm -hmm. not about the value of a human life, regardless of who is affected, young, old, man, woman, whatever. It means nothing to them. So consequently, they're the most brutal because they have no conscience. They don't care. They're pure evil. Sociopaths and psychopaths never yeah. do, right? No empathy. Um, so, you know, I guess I, I would say that uh, in my personal opinion, I, I like it. I think that it needs to be on the table at least. Maybe it has... Uh, mm -hmm. Depends on uh, what level of crime they they you know participated in, but um, I think that the nation is waking up to so many things right now, and trafficking is one of them. So again, you know, thank you for what you are doing, both of you and the organizations that you're part of, and I know you're part of more than just one. Uh, we'll have uh, every opportunity to have you come back and talk about anything related to this topic or what else you're working on, if you'd like. So I always say, and my viewers are probably sick of this, but anybody who's on my show, I consider a friend. So it's been a pleasure. Uh, I'll give you the last uh, uh, last minute or so just to talk about anything that you'd like to make sure is included here in our talk. Well, real quickly, I just want to direct everyone back to our site, VoicesAgainstTrafficking.com. We invite you to not only get the information, not only to get the book, especially for an educator of your choosing. If you have a favorite teacher or someone, they need Voices Against Trafficking, the strength of many voices speaking as one, because it will give them 20 different perspectives, 20 different chapters with all different kinds of information to help them keep your kids safer and hopefully open their eyes to uh, the different opportunities that predators use. But it's a great conversation starter as well as a good handbook. And then, of course, you know, add your voice to our roster. We would love to have you on our roster. We're trying to get a million names by the end of next summer or however many we can get, because when we have that many names, we can go to any legislature later we would have leverage to do a lot more when we can say look you know mr candidate or ms candidate we have these voices and this is what they want from you and then of course finally as a nonprofit, we would love people to um be a lifetime member uh, and there are different levels starting at 50 dollars for a lifetime just to help us keep the lights on and do what we do publicly That's and awesome. you know you have a choice in this life you can live your life fearlessly even if it's a tough road, because we always going to have to go through a tough road anyway in life, but at least you can look back and you say, I made a difference for the good. And so take a chance. Go to VoicesAgainstTrafficking.com and be a part of those people that are saying it's time to be able to protect the innocent and feel better about making a difference for the good. Join us on September 28th, 2 p.m. Eastern, all the way down to what is it? Central is... Well, 1 p.m. Yeah. And then it's 11 a.m., I think, on the West right. Coast. That's right. Well, thank you very much. I want to close with this. I just posted this, and I was going through my phone to find it because because of what you just said. It was Galatians 6, 6, 9. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. So, folks, I know there's a lot on everybody's plate. I know that at times it's overwhelming and discouraging. 
But remember, the anything that you're doing for good right now is an investment of the future freedoms of of our children, and we want to make sure that they're situated in the best possible way. So thank you so much, BQ and Andy, for, for being here. Please you check are. out the website, Voices Against Trafficking. Be a, be a participant this coming Wednesday, everybody who's watching. Thanks, thanks so much again, ladies. Thank you. It's been an honor. So I really enjoyed that conversation. I enjoy um, the whole uh, website, VoicesAgainstTrafficking.com. I think uh, it's the event on Wednesday night is going to be awesome. Please check that out. I wanted to go over also some just some myths about trafficking, and I'm going to blow this up so you can see this better. Um, so myth, myths versus facts. Just a couple of these, and I'm going to move on. So uh, myth trackers target victims they don't know. The fact is, the majority of time, victims are trafficked by someone they do know, such as friend or friends or family member or romantic partner. Myth, only girls or women are victims of human trafficking. Fact, boys and men are just as likely to be victims of human trafficking as girls and women. However, they are less likely to be identified and reported. Girls and boys are often subject to different types of trafficking. For instance, girls may be trafficked for forced marriages, sexual exploitation, uh, while boys are trafficked more for forced labor or recruitment into you know, more uh, militant or armored, armed groups. I'm not sure how much of that uh, is true in the United States versus other countries, but uh, that is a myth versus fact. Myth, all human trafficking involves sex or prostitution. Fact, human trafficking can include forced labor, as I just said, domestic servitude, uh, organ trafficking. Now, organ, uh, organ har har harvesting in China was recently uh, big in the news. It's been going on for decades. Uh, so, if you haven't uh, haven't really read or 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 seen video about that, that may be something interesting for you to look out as a side topic. Um, of course, you know the trafficking involves traveling, transporting, and moving per person across the borders. Um, I don't know if that's a myth, but I think that it's it's not. The, they're saying it's not the same thing as smuggling, which they're classifying that into. So my question about that would be, um, you know, <laughs> we're going to get into this a little bit later, but who whose jurisdiction does the whole kidnapping thing fall under? And hold that thought as we go into the later parts of the show. Now, my main question is, as we see everything that's going on and we see um, the the media paying attention to, you know, Trump and Trump supporters and all the garbage that you see on the mainstream media trying to vilify us, what happened to the whole Epstein issue? What happened to uh, the diary or lists of customers and, and what happened to everything that uh, surrounded this case. You know, we all, I think, have the understanding, at least we should, if we're paying attention, that, you know, this is basically the, the rich and powerful being protected, regardless of what side of the aisle they're on. You know, more needs to be done, and we need to demand more to be done uh, as it relates to Epstein Island and everything surrounding it. This article I thought was interesting. So we have, you know, the abuse victims, from Epstein Island uh, noted in this article as being frustrated because of Prince Andrew being allowed to be, you know, part of the Queen's funeral services and everything else. And 
you know, I, I kind of have a mixed feeling about that. My number one feeling is that if he's actually guilty as charged, then he should probably be in prison and not at the not at the uh, the funeral. Uh, but I'm sure you probably all understand that maybe that's not realistic. But here's a picture of him. It should be realistic, but there's a picture of him um, taken uh, that was very controversial and was around a little bit. So, so my main point in all this is just that we have to get to the place where we take this much more seriously and make it a an issue that's front and center in all of our lives. So again, VoicesAgainstTrafficking.com. Here is the, I'm going to put that up full screen for you. Here's the Wednesday night event. So tune in Facebook and YouTube. I know that they're checking out Rumble. We had somebody write in and say, how about Rumble? Um, I know they're checking that out. If I find anything out about that, I will post it on Frank Speech or Frank uh, Social and uh, Getter and the other social media accounts that I have. So Wednesday, September 8th. Right now, Facebook and YouTube, uh, 2, 2 to 3.30 Eastern Time. Again, VoicesAgainstTrafficking.com. Check that out. You can uh, go there and learn more about it. So what happened at the end of the interview, I actually have to share with you. I'm very, I was very honored, and I'm proud to announce that I was made a charter member of Voices Against Trafficking. So um, just a little appreciation for bringing attention to the issue uh, and we are going to work on events, uh, starting with one event going forward, and that will be probably on Cloud Hub. It's going to have different discussion rooms and stuff. We're going to work on a short half-hour documentary and then build it around that. At least that's the plan. So stay tuned for that. And again, VoicesAgainstTrafficking.com. Check it out. Be part of this Wednesday's event, and that would be awesome. Thank you for your support. I'll be right back. Hey Patriots, you can save up to 66% at MyPillow.com when you use the code TPR. That stands for The Patriot Review. That's TPR or call 800-519-9927. That's 800-519-9927. I use these products myself. I can tell you they are the best quality bar none. So go ahead, use the code TPR and get up to 66% off right now. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. Not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. So, good versus evil. That's the theme that I'm going to be hitting on going forward for a few episodes for sure. Um, but the child sex trafficking is obviously one example of evil 
And we look around our country today and we can see that there are many examples of evil that are taking hold in our country. And we do have, as I said in that interview, we do have to be political about it because the solution uh, as a country, as a nation, and I would even say uh, globally, fighting against the globalists, uh, is political in nature. And I think uh, there's been some really... Um, some really powerful pluses like what's going on in Italy. There's rumors of a coup in China. I don't I haven't seen anything on whether or not that's legitimate, you know, but there are some there are some victories that we should be uh happy about. But we do we are facing a situation in our country that isn't so jolly and isn't so happy and that is uh the evil of crime and the the uh the rise in crime, and if you haven't seen this, this is a, a piece done by Citizens for Sanity. I wanted to show you this simply because it is so well done, so take a look at this. Nearly 30 years, crime was falling in the United States. No more. The national murder rate is at its highest in 25 years. Result of far left policies that leave innocent Americans at the mercy of violent criminals. You've seen the images. Subway riders pushed onto tracks by the violently deranged. Stores being looted in broad daylight. Elderly women viciously beaten on the street and outside their homes. Gang shootings turning cities into war zones. Hardened criminals rampaging without fear. No fear of arrest. No fear of prosecution, no fear of jail, no fear of any consequence at all. Instead, you are made to live in fear. Woke progressive prosecutors are releasing dangerous predators before trial. Woke far-left politicians have allowed our streets and parks to be overrun with crime and drugs. Police have been made into the enemy and criminals into a protected class. Violent crime is up 21% in Washington, D.C. 35% in Chicago, 41% in New York City, and murders are up 207% in Portland. Cities in chaos, billions in property damages, lives and families destroyed. Stop the woke war on police. Stop the far-left assault on public safety. Stop the radical left-wing love affair with criminals. Stop the insanity. Citizens for Sanity paid for this ad. Very powerful ad. Uh, and it's dead on, straight on. This is why it's political. We're watching, you know, the uh, no-cash bail uh, villains getting released onto the street, vi including violent offenders, you know, and uh, we're seeing the evils in other areas as well that I won't go into right now. I will on maybe future shows, but um, for, for certain... We are seeing that there is one side of the aisle, and this is the far left. I would say I'm not talking to Democrats, true Democrats, but the far left, the fascist left, is what I refer to them as. You know, anything to do, anything they can do to create chaos, to make you dependent on them, they're doing, including the open border and including, you know, the uh, allowing criminals out and allowing violent offenders out to offend again. And we've had countless examples of that of American citizens losing their lives over this. And these people are playing political games. So it's, it's disgusting and it's happening. 
And I will go further and say that, you know, where is the where's the calls about racism? When we look at the the videos, there there definitely uh, there definitely are racial implications in these attacks, and nobody's really talking about it. I'll say it, but I don't know that many people are bold enough to be honest and outspoken about it. You can uh, you can see around you that uh, this is something that is growing as the commercial as the spot. Uh, points out and you know these things are something that as a, as a country we really need to get our hands on um, so we have in addition to that I'm going to go back to this view here and we have our buddy Hillary Clinton in the news saying that those of us that like President Trump and those people that were at the rally this Friday she compares them to Nazis and she compares them to Hitler rally, that rally compared to a Hitler Hitler rally. So I pulled some some uh, video for you, and this is actually not Friday's video. This is the Pennsylvania rally. Notice the chant is USA. Hillary doesn't understand that Constitution. Uh, people people Nazi actually. Dedicated their lives. In well, the, thank you very much, and oh, hello, Pennsylvania. Hello. They did not, you know, they did not uh, uh, swear an oath to our Constitution like our soldiers do, and like, you know, uh, our government officials, our elected officials do. Um, so the comparison is actually really uh, weak. Um, wrong thinking I mean obviously it's Hillary so that's not a surprise but um, let's look for a second at one group who actually did praise the leader specifically and this is just one example now there are many other examples there's uh, there's uh, one of a, of a chant in a school too but this one is I mean that's that's um, obviously one example, and at the same time they're talking about all this kind of stuff. 
uh, hope, change, unity, uh, utopia, blah, blah, blah. Well, we see them doing things like this down in Illinois. They have the so-called Safe Tea Act, which is anything but safe for the citizens of Illinois. So this is talking about the criminals that will be allowed to be charged with and released for these crimes without bail. Second-degree murder, drug-induced homicide, arson, aggravated battery, kidnapping, burglary, robbery, intimidation, aggravated DUI, aggravated fleeing and eluding, drug offenses, threatening a public official. Uh, so this is the idea of a community safety act, in their own words, from Democrats in Illinois. And I think we're seeing the same type of thing, at least in spirit, across the country. So again, it is a political issue. Now, Hillary liked to compare the Trump supporters to Nazis, but you know, it's not it's not the Trump supporters who hire 87,000 IRS agents and make them commit to that that is in yellow, maintain a level of fitness necessary to effectively respond to life-threatening situations on the job, carry a firearm, and be willing to use deadly force if necessary, be willing and able to participate in arrests execution of search warrants and other dangerous assignments. Um, so we're arming the IRS, 87,000 of them who are who I've mentioned a couple times on my show are shooting at paper targets that are the silhouettes of human beings as a law enforcement official might be expected to do. Uh, but obviously, you know, that is, is an issue and it's an issue that... Um, Maybe that was more fitting. I wonder what Hillary would have to say about that. Think she'd like that? Can I just check out my website at redbloodedpatriots.com? You can see past episodes there. I've got to get caught up on uploading some of those, obviously, but I'm on Rumble and CloudHub and links to my shows, and I have a, a presence on uh, frankspeech.com. All my shows are there as well. So I really encourage you to get on Frank Social. I've been really enjoying that. I know a lot of people love Gitter, and I do. I, I like Gitter, and I like Truth a lot. But I've been really enjoying the Frank Social app, and I encourage you to get on there if you haven't yet and follow me, follow the Patriot Review, and follow so many other great patriots that are on there and also all the great shows that are on uh, frankspeech.com. Check those out. I'm going to take a quick break and be right back. Our world is full of electromagnetic fields that, even though we can't see them, are affecting our bodies, our sleep, and even our ability to think clearly. The advent of 5G is only making this worse. 
there is an answer. Visit Fix the World by clicking the link in the Patriot Review show description below to view natural products that can actually protect you from EMF and 5G and even improve your sleep. Skeptical? Get the free Dangers of EMF Radiation ebook free by clicking on its direct link also in the show description. You can also learn more by watching episode 62 of the Patriot Review. Hey Patriots, it's Jeff Wagner. I love my pillow products. I use them. I can say that they are simply the best quality that you will find anywhere. And you can help us all out, all Patriots, including Mike Lindell, and our mission to restore America by going to MyPillow.com today and using code TPR. That stands for the Patriot Review, so it's easy to remember. TPR. Save up to 66%. You can also order by calling 800-519-9927. Again, that's 800-519-9927. Thank you and God bless. Ignore the thought police and subscribe or follow the Patriot Review. It's your patriotic duty. So the show is going fast here. I wanted to bring up another topic that's near and dear to my heart, and that is the January Sixers. Now, the mainstream media is falling all over themselves, having a you know a good time downplaying the rally that was held yesterday in Washington, D.C. to support the January Sixers. They're all talking about, you know, how the turnout was low and they're giddy over it. There is one report, though, that I thought was somewhat fair, and that is this one. Families of January 6th riders demand justice in a rally outside the Capitol, Washington Times. Uh, you might want to check that out. Uh, all I can say about that is, this country has political prisoners and has had political prisoners now since the January 6th event. And instead of the media, who should be ashamed of themselves, the ones who are laughing about all this, uh, instead of them covering the real issue, which is that we do have political prisoners and these people are not being treated well and they're not getting a speedy trial and they're, they're suffering in solitary confinement, instead of them really championing the cause for fairness and equal application of justice and due process, here they are giddy with excitement over the misfortune of these people. And to me, that's disgusting and sick. And if that doesn't convince you to dump those channels and dump those media outlets, I think you need to look in the mirror and really question yourself. Um, so I wanted to bring that up. I also want to talk about some of the projects that I have uh, working on in the back. The background here, number one is a six-part docu-series called High Treason You Decide. Now this, you can go to America First, the number one ST, AmericaFirstProductions.com. You can check out uh, everything on this, the episode listing and everything that's happening. Um, it's going to be 
it's going to be cool. It's, it's taken longer than I thought, and a lot of it has to do with how quickly things are changing. So, you know, I'm targeting getting this out in the near future. I would say the first episode will be the easiest because it deals with the history of treason in that one, of course. Uh, should be the easiest to put put out there because it's not changing. So, uh, but it needs to. We need to add a few to this list. Anyway, the uh, five other topics deal with COVID. They deal with the real insurrection, which was the election, the stolen election. And uh, January 6th, the whole Reichstag fire, the American equivalent of the Reichstag fire, the false flag event. Uh, we deal with the border. We deal with education. Uh, we deal with constitutional crisis. So that that project is ongoing. You can also look that project up. Again, America First Productions. You can donate by clicking that green bar. That would be greatly appreciated. Uh, the next the next one I'm working on with Scott Shaw and uh, you know this one really highlights the whole tragedy of our healthcare system and how it failed us during the whole COVID pandemic. And there are many people across the globe and in the United States in particular that are losing loved ones because of the protocols that were forced on them. And this this documentary is in no way meant to uh, to villainize the healthcare workers who may not have known better or may uh, you know may uh, have done things without really understanding the consequences. But it certainly is meant to vilify those who knowingly followed those protocols that that are responsible for the deaths of thousands of Americans. Another uh, thing I want to just tell you is if you are looking at the times that we're facing here today and you're concerned about your investments, you can go to kirkelliotphd.com slash thepatriotreview altogether, and you can help me by helping yourself. If you buy gold or silver and you know other investment products, then you can help me in the same uh, at the same time, that would be greatly appreciated. Also, I'd like to tell you that we are have started with Right America Media, so the Patriot Review now has presence on presence on Right America Media as well. So if you haven't checked them out, there's a lot of good shows there too. There is just a ton of media out there, and sometimes people will write and criticize me for saying and saying, you know, well, how involved are you, you know, other than just yapping as one person put it um, I will tell you how I'm involved well first of all as a handicapped individual uh, my physical limitations may affect me in some ways I have volunteered to be a poll watcher uh, for the midterms coming up here also you know I do this and this show gives voice to a lot of people it gives voice to people who have serious things to talk about and those things that aren't covered in the mainstream media. So, you know, I'm doing what I can and, and using the talents that God gave me such as they are to try to make a difference. And again, you know, I'm proud of the people that we've had on. I'm proud of the show content. I'm proud of the the uh, impact that the show's had. And that's only growing. And I have all of you to thank for it. I thank every one of you that watched the show, uh, new, whether you're new or whether you've been with me since the beginning. Uh, I am honored by you watching and you can always comment you can go to redbloodedpatriots.com you can sign up for a free account 
You can comment, of course, on so social media and Frank Social, Gitter, uh, Cloud Hub, you know, uh, Rumble. I'm on. I'm on. Uh, I'm on a bunch of them. So anyway, I appreciate you participating. I appreciate you being involved. And what I wanted to do on the way out today is show you another video. And of course, this video may get some uh, some criticism because it comes from Q, but it's so well done and so on point that I wanted to use this to end the show today. I'll be back next week again, 4 o'clock Central, and we are live streaming on CloudHub and Rumble. For the time being, we're not live on Frank's social or Frank's speech, but I sure would love, love it if you would send in a note encouraging them to put me on the live schedule. Um, Sunday nights, you get a little bit more of in-depth interviews than you would on most shows. We try to cover the broader overarching issues on this show and not specifically the daily events uh, as much as other shows do because I think you get a lot of that. So hopefully you enjoy the format as well. Uh, but here is the video. I'm going to show you this, and I will see you next week. Caught them all.